Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another brand spiking new edition, week number 12 of the Sunday Car Dan Zapano, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silver, and our esteemed producer, Lemon Pepper, Lou Paracone, here with you, gentlemen. It is the last weekend of football in the month of November. They always say, the great Frank Broyles always said, they always remember what you do in November and December in the NFL. Uh, let's get into it, gentlemen. Maddie, it is good to see you. It is good to see you back in the winner's circle. Yes, barely scraped by. We had to get there. Big shout out to a big punt return in a certain game. <laughs> uh, a game that we've seen happen so many times, but in a different way this time. You know, there's always, there's always <laughs> a new wrinkle and a new sprinkle. Uh, to that game. So that one really saved me. Uh, Pat's minus three and a half there. But yes, we we, we got by with a winning week again. You had to wait all the way to Sunday night football, grind it out. Grind it uh, out. But you, you had the right call. Yeah, it was tough. Definitely knew. I knew ex- exactly as the Chargers scored. I said, they left way too much time for that man. And Travis Kelsey is going to be the demise because it's every single time i did see somebody on the internet won a josh palmer first touchdown and travis kelsey three touchdowns in the game prop for like it was like a 75 dollar bet for like thirty three thousand dollars, and it was unbelievable but you could tell from a mile away that was gonna happen i mean that's that's insane kudos to that guy yeah that guy was incredible so chiefs have control are they the best team in the league it's Feeling that way, they're definitely over the past few weeks. It's definitely hard to against the other teams that are other teams at the top of the Bills and the Eagles that are taking a taking a bump down. The Vikings taking a big mm-hmm. bump down. Uh, maybe you could say the Cowboys are enough, but I, I would definitely take the Chiefs over the Cowboys at the moment. So you got to give them credit. Lou is grinning that we are just I was like say. he just wants me to give Patrick Mahomes credit, Prince of Darkness. He's nodding his head cynically mm. over here, very sinisterly. Lou, well, I gave him the MVP. I, I still give him the MVP. I, I want to laugh so hard, but I don't want to be a jerk. All right. <laughs> I told top five. Top, some might say top three. It, it's almost comical to think that he wasn't in the top five. But listen, we all make mistakes. That's okay. I'm a Jets fan. I've been making mistakes my entire life. It's totally fine. It's all right. Sometimes, sometimes you just forget to pump the ball out of bounds. And we did that in the beginning of the yeah. season. Yeah, we didn't forget. We just we just didn't do it. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. See, we're all friends here. When, when having a hot take burns you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I told uh, you. I, I listen, I knew. I yeah. saw it a mile away. Every time we played the Patriots, we could beat everybody else by a mile. And our defense is stacked. And then all of a sudden, Bill Belichick just comes out like he's Hagrid or, or uh, what's it, Dumbledore from uh, Hogwarts. He's just a wizard. He knows everything. It's just not even fair. And like the technical like, difficulties in the beginning of the game, oh, it was well, so... I, the power out is don't even get me started. My father was losing it. These cheating Patriots somehow... Some before, the ga- before the game kicks off, they're cheating already. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I saw a stat that the Jets had, had uh, two point seven seven inches per play in the second half. It was. I saw that. Was, I saw that. It was tough. Yeah. Tough, no, it tough makes game. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Zach Wilson next week. Start. Uh, 
No, never mind. Bet the narrative later. We'll, we'll bet the narrative later. Bet the narrative later. Bet the narrative later. Let's do the recap before we do anything. Gentlemen, we talked about the Patriots. Not only the Patriots cover for you, Matt, but the under the weather. I mean, maybe the easiest <laughs> one in the history of the Sunday card. Cakewalk. Cakewalk. Absolute cakewalk. Indianapolis. I want to get to them. They should have won. <laughs> they really should have. I know. They got every bounce of the ball until the end. And I never believed for a second they were gonna they were gonna win, and I was stunned, stunned that they had the lead as late as they did. That was a shocker, but they do cover. So all I got to do is stay inside a touchdown for for what we're doing on this show. Well, mm-hmm. half of it, yeah, <laughs> half of it. Uh, we'll talk about that money line parlay in a second. But for both of us, the Dallas Cowboys proved for all three of us, the Dallas Cowboys proved that this was the easiest, maybe the easiest bet we made all year because we knew Minnesota. Coming in off that game, Hake walk. Sometimes we know what we're talking about when we both, me and Danny's number one pick in the Cowboys, lose bet the narrative pick. That one felt like we were pretty stupid, but I mean, that was couldn't feel smart. I mean, I feel yeah. like Einstein after that one. Yeah. Uh, was. I just want to say uh, the Packers fooled everybody after one week. Was that Literally. Yeah. truly, yeah. truly the NFL sent that one in? Don't There's mess no with that. Home. Don't mess with Vrabel as a dog, man. Just don't mess with that man Vrabel as a dog. But never, never bet against Aaron Rodgers against the Cowboys either. That's all I'll say because it's it's baked in the cake. Like that, the Cowboys win was baked in the cake. That was baked in the cake. They're scheduled losses. I'm telling you, that's the way it works sometimes. Uh, the two losses, freaking Houston. That mm. and, and and a double losers for both of us. Houston and Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh, I can understand. They played a great offensive performance, the best offensive game they played. Houston, I think we need to shadow ban. I mean, they're I, that bad. Yep, uh, I am done. Very much hashtag done. For the first play of the game was like pick six. For, you know, first drive, then for a first down. Insane. Yep, put my head in my hands and say, it's not going to work. That's <laughs> just it. Like, and that three and a half, it's not like we were taking like a 12 and a half spread or anything. Like, it was – and and Washington, man, I mean, Washington's another team that I'm feeling like, are they for real? Are they good? Like, they got a pretty easy schedule. Like, I don't know. Like, they seem like a team that could make some noise. You're right. The, the Heineke roller coaster is going to drop. I am. It's going to drop any moment. I'm hooked. I'm so hooked on them. I, I actually am starting to really like them a lot. So, three and two for you. Um, We talked about it. The Chargers cover the five and a half against the Chiefs. That was big. We mentioned it. Chargers, obviously, you're going to lose that game. Chiefs look like the best team in the league right now. And the Saints, and a big day quietly for Chris Olave. He's having a monster year. I mean, a monster year. Best rookie receiver right now in the league is Chris Olave. I mean, he's killing it everywhere. Um, Saints roll. Rams are just a dead team walking, unfortunately for them. Stafford goes down again. They put in Bryce Perkins, who is a preseason god, but not in a regular season. Um, yeah, Saints found a way to win. It's weird. I don't like betting the Saints at all. Even when they win, I still don't like it. No, uh, you're never comfortable with the Saints. It's, they mm-hmm. they don't they don't just win anything confidently. I am mad I wasn't on that one with you. That was that was that was pretty pretty easy though. At the same time, as much as you weren't really confident, it was. I feel like they had that game in control. It was even with in- Andy Dalton. It was it was never felt comfortable, even with him. But like you could tell, the Rams were just so bad and so banged up. Couldn't do anything. Can't do anything. I, I, it's stunning. This team won a Super Bowl last year. It is stunning how far they have fallen. So three and two for me. Three and two for Matt. Uh, 
money line parlay. Uh, just another tough. And and honestly, we had a chance at both of them. I mean, every it's so close every week. Yeah. Every week, the Bears are uh, uh, talk about a love affair that I have. Yeah. I just I gotta get off the guy. I mean, it, now he's got an injured shoulder, so. And I don't know if he's going to play this week, so that's going to save me from the time we're recording. I cannot touch the Bears just because I'm sure you're not touching that game either as far as, like, we don't know if Justin Fields is playing, which is the biggest difference in the world between him and Trevor Simeon uh, between the two of them, so as the backup. So I'm glad they could stay out of my radar this week. And we already talked about the Colts were so freaking close all game long. Mm. Uh, we're going to break through one of these days. We're back. I feel like we're back to two years ago. Last year I was sitting on, like, every, every other week like on a clip. And we're back to the grind. Hey, we only need one. But that was a Matty Ice special. Let's think about that. You had the Bears getting beat by the Falcons. Why? I don't know why we didn't mention that. It was like, this is the definition of a Matty Ice stay away. This game. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Just is. Uh, and as you know, bet the narrative one with the Cowboys. Matt, we're tied in the record. We tied at three and two. I mean, how do we sell this? Should Lou just... Break the tie and say, who's picking? Lou, pick a number between one and five. One Dan, and go ahead. You guys first. Where do you, where do you get one and five? There's two of you. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, we'll, we'll go back and forth. I'm going to get Dan right. first pick. Go ahead. Okay, I'll pick two. No. Four. No. Three. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. See, that was quick enough. Quick Good enough. Man. See, took, took, that's democracy at work. <laughs> um, let's get half. I like that he picked right in the middle, too. It's just like, <laughs> Alan Iverson, Allen Iverson. Yeah. Three. I love that. Okay. Now I'm, now I see it. Look, this is a short week. There's not a lot of games on Sunday. So bear with us. Finding the stats was super hard. We got some, not a ton, but we're going to keep it quick, short, and sweet. But I, I do, I, I'll be honest, I don't love, all these games, but these are my gut feelings. The first three, especially, are gut checks for me. Hundred percent for me too. Again, there's just not enough. Again, in between injury reports and everything else, it's, we are recording this on on Tuesday because of Thanksgiving, so it's difficult to pick games five games ahead of, of you know five days ahead of time. Yes, and and you know, Matt, I think what, one of the things we do on Thanksgiving is you know a lot of the, like, especially the older guys, they take a nap. They're taking that nap, that post dinner nap. You see, just Grandpa passed out on the recliner. Just gone. I mean, he might might not wake up till they drive him home that night. I mean, he'll, he'll wake up and drive in the car and go home. So old men, they need their rest, right? They need their rest. Well, Pete Carroll got his rest last week, and now they're ready to go and slap the Raiders around. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus three and a half here at home against the Raiders who are playing their second consecutive road game. Matt, I, I don't want to mention it, and I don't even want to bring it up, but the fact that the Raiders went into Denver and won, I mean, I, I'm i sorry. It, it sucks. It, I, I feel terrible, terrible for you. The fact that you had to endorse some Raider fan like Chirp was a, a, just atrocious to the fact of how bad they are. But as we move forward to this game, the Raiders, interestingly enough, when they do not score 22 points in the game, they are 0-4 this year. That should be pretty easy. For Seattle to keep them from doing that, especially with their defense. Seattle's young defense, you love their their two young corners, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Mullen. They forced 12 fumbles this year. I just like the spot off the bye for Seattle. They're playing well offensively, as we know, and they should be able to eclipse three touchdowns very easily with how bad this Raiders defense is. The line is three and a half. I understand that. Seems like a tricky line there, trying to get you to, oh, wow, you're getting that ha- hook with the Raiders. 
To me, that's a rat. To me, this is a good favorite to take. I like the Seahawks. Two weeks to prepare against a Raiders team that just stinks, just flat out stinks. The coaching won't save it, and the coaching hasn't saved it all year. Give me the Seahawks minus three and a half. The, the hook is scaring me on this one. And again, I know, again, the Raiders are clearly outside of playing the Broncos twice a year. They're just abysmal. And again, it's like maybe they're getting a little bit of elevation to coming off of that win. Um, but man, I don't know. I, I just don't really. Seattle's starting to scare me a little bit too. I think that, you know, they were really public darlings the beginning half of the year. And I'm wondering if if this team can hold up for season long coming off the bye now. So I, I, I did just stay away from this one. Again, not a lot of games to choose from, but I, I had to stay away from here because that hook was just feeling a little too stinky, a little too rat-like for me. But uh, I do agree. If it was a side, I would take Seattle. Like you couldn't talk me to take the Raiders. Yeah, I think the line, 60% of the bets are on Seattle. 71% of the money is on Seattle. So a lot of heavy move towards Seattle here in the points. But um, I don't know. I just like the spot for them. They're coming off a loss, coming off the bye. I like it. it rally the troops. Pete Carroll. Number five, Maddie. You're going to hate this. Right. Talk about a gut check. Team that we just said, shadow band, done. What? <laughs> they aren't, they aren't, they aren't gonna stop. They, they are not gonna be able to stop this Miami team. There's no oh, chance. God. I know you're not giving any credit. No, no, I'm not taking the Texans. There's no way. Oh, I was I gonna say like, the line is skyrocketed. We... The line is skyrocketed. I took it at eleven earlier this week. It is up to thirteen right now, which oh. is gross. But I don't really know much other places to go here. I again, it's probably the, the it's a very square move. It's a very Joe Public move. But this offense is just too fast and too electric. The only thing that Houston could do is run the ball, and that is just not going to work when you've got a high flying offense scoring at, at at a rate on the other side. I don't. Everybody has struggled with Miami's offense this year. I don't think the worst roster in the league is going to be able to do much against it in Houston. They've been so so bad. So give me Miami. Laying 13 fat points here. Uh, and hope we just beat them by two touchdowns. But and again, this could definitely be a sleepy spot. They covered against the Eagles plus 14 a couple of weeks ago. I get that. And Miami's run D has 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 some holes in it, just like the Eagles does. But I'm just sick of this team. Uh, this is maybe just I might be a little blinded by revenge. See, we're too early in the week. I'm still not over the losses from last week. So I haven't been able to digest it. And this is a real revenge spot for me. So Miami minus 13. It's hard. It's now up to 13 and a half. We're getting 13. So I'm giving you 13 just for the hell of it because it's so gross. I mean, A, I hate the Dolphins, obviously, um, and, and there's some stuff in there, and rightfully so in a lot of ways statistically, but the freaking Texans are an absolute dumpster fire. So I cannot blame you for taking this. They're at home playing that hot weather down there. Um, I'm looking at the numbers. 89, 89% of the bets – 98% of the money. It is as public as public can be. This this might just be one you have to plug your nose. I mean, I, I can't go anywhere near the fish on this week, but kudos to you, my friend. That takes some, some big balls to do that, man. Yeah, I think that's probably one, too, that the pros are going to wait all week long and then maybe get out of that number if, once it gets over 14. I think that they could just see that that number skyrocketing up towards the Dolphins when everybody's saying the Texans are dead. I think Sharps might hit it late in the week on, you know, when it gets to 14, 14 and a half. I have it at 11 and a half. If it gets to 14 and a half, I will buy in, get, try and get a three-point middle there uh, yeah. in, in between a nice spot. So uh, that also might be kind of a plan that they're going with as well, you know, just trying to compare myself to the Sharps. No, it's a, he's a, don't compare. Just, you know, you are one of them. I mean, it's unbelievable. You're in the club. Um, I got a gross one too. I got a real gross one. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. 
Ah, uh, it makes me puke. It really does. I know we're not supposed to touch this game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and buy low on the lowest of the low you can get. Lewis, let's get them. Let's go, Jets. I'm taking the Jets minus four and a half against the Bears. Stunned disbelief. These quarterbacks stink. They stink out loud. I don't know if Zach Wilson will start. I will pray that Mike White starts in this game because I do think the Jets are capable of actually moving the football with him in the lineup. I really do. Chicago has been running this wing RPO QB option offense with just the tight ends catching footballs, basically, and that's it, with a running quarterback. And now you're going to run Trevor Simeon into that? That doesn't really make any sense. Now they have to do the complete different offense. Doesn't sound like Fields is going to play. Both these offenses, very suspect without the quarterbacks, but the best unit on the field is the Jets' defense. It just is. They've been dominant, dominant, dominant. You don't need stats. This is like that. This game is going to be like all those people, all those old dudes on uh, on online that are going to try and deep fry a turkey and like singe their eyebrows off. That's basically what this game is going to look like. The best units on the field is the Jets' defense, though. That was an unbelievable performance. How their offense left them out to dry for sixty minutes, and they and they held in. I mean, you have to. That's why I said after the game, they're tough as you know what. That defense. The D-line, Franklin Myers is a beast. Williams is a beast. Gardner on the outside is really difficult. I like the Jets here. I like a rally thing. They they got to get right. They got to get right. They're at home. The fans will be into it. And without Justin Fields, we can't love Chicago anymore. I think the Jets will win this game. I think they'll hold it down. This might be 10 nothing. I Honestly, Jets minus four and a half. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can get it if, if Fields is out of this game. Definitely makes sense because, again, where does the offense go? I mean, it's been living and dying on his on his shoulders, which are now he just he apparently dislocated his shoulder during that last game. Um, wow. Yeah, I, you've got to hope it's Mike White or, or Joey Flacco here. I bet it better be. Is Joe Flacco still on the team? I he, feel like he was waived. Dan, listen, I, I hope you're right, but Zach Wilson is starting this game. Oh. I'm just telling you right now, he's starting the game. Oh. That's it. We're it not can't gonna... get. It can't get starting worse. it. Starting it. Yeah, starting He's it. Starting it. Why not end it? I. It can't get worse. It, it can't get worse than that. Luke. Yes, that it was can. We've done that this was... before. Yeah, say, yes, don't talk to him about this. I know. I hate <laughs> that. He's telling him that. Look, uh, I, I've never seen that. I'm a hundred and three total yards in the game. I mean, that's really bad. That's it really, seems really bad. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry to even prolong this. It always seems like we have a full team of ballers, and then our quarterback just holds us back every year. Yeah, I mean that, that's, that, that's been do. the case for it's been the case in zone nine and, and ten. I mean that's been the case. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's all I have to say. That, I, I mean, I hope you're right. I hope and pray. It's fair, but this kid did also beat the Bills two weeks ago. Let's not forget that they beat I know. the Bills two weeks ago, and the Bears are nowhere near the Patriots, and they're nowhere near the Bills defensively. They're really bad. So Jets minus four and a half. Fair point, Matt. Okay. Number four. Oh God, I don't even know where I want to go with this. I have one highlighted here that I thought you were going to go, with, and I'm going to. Okay, no, you might. I might. You might pick it still. Matt's taking the Bears. <laughs> No, 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 no. Uh, this one stinks. 
and I can't believe I have a hard time with this because of the quarterback in this game, but the spot you're supposed to fade this team. We've, we've, I have also been blinded by the 49ers, my love for the Niners, but we know that Kyle Shanahan as a big favorite is not very good. Uh, you said it's not good. doesn't feel good to bet on the saints here, but I got to bet on the saints here. Oh, plus nine and oh, a half. Oh, it's the Niners. Oh. Shanahan as a favorite 17, 28 and one against the spread 38%. Jimmy G as a touchdown favorite or more is two, six and one. Uh, the one problem with this one, Andy Dalton is the quarterback going against this defense, which terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. And the new Orleans saints are dead last in the league over the past three weeks against the opponents rushes per game. But it just, this number is so big. I don't, and they, these games stink this week, man. They do. They and stink this week. And, and this is a first principles. This, this is a first, first principles. I've got to do it. Nine and a half feels like a lot. Monday night winner, yep. all this yada yada. It's it's horrible. It is horrible. It's just a number play. I've got to hope the Saints got to be a little bit better. But I mean, they're going against the rush, best rush offense. Watch it with Debo and McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. It's just... uh, can we can we also acknowledge that Jimmy G absolutely balled out on Monday night? And I'm not saying maybe it's not sustainable. He was outstanding. I've never seen him play a game like that. That was incredible. That makes me feel good too. Again, Jimmy G is not that guy. He is not him, as the kids say on Twitter. Mm. Uh, so that means <laughs> he's due. He's due for a little bit of a letdown here in this spot. So yeah, give okay. me, give me Saints plus nine and a half. It's gross. I gotta. It really. I was like trying to like, oh, New Orleans rush defense has been good. Nope, dead last for the last three weeks against the mm-hmm. rush and, and, and opponents rushes per game. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's horrible. It's a spot. It's the number. It's don't look at the teams. Yep, I think that's the only thing you can do. I actually don't hate that. Now that now that you're talking about it, I don't hate it because as much as we love the Niners, I do think the Saints are a tough football team, and they'll give them trouble. If they could stay in the game, if they could be leading at halftime, that would be great. Like, that would even feel by one good. point. Even by that one would, point. Yeah, that would feel great. That would feel really good. Um, number three for me. Oh. <laughs> It's a tough I for, week. It's I forgot about week. this. I forgot about I, this. This is the game that I think I was just referring to. Okay. I told you I like I told you I, I told you off air that I have four favorites that I like. This is my one dog. Okay. This is my one dog. And we're going, you know, an old favorite. An old favorite. Because we're going up against a dead team walking. Give me those cat dogs. Give me the Panthers plus two and a half against the Broncos at home. And the horrible thing about this, and the reason I'm like, why isn't this game up on the board? It's like it's off the board in some places. I can't find it. And then I read online, my old friend is coming back. Blue, Sam Darnold might start this game for the Carolina. Goodness gracious. Great quarterback. Sammy D. Old Sammy D. Great quarterback. California via New York. I mean, goodness gracious. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. But how do the Broncos come back out? I mean, what do the Broncos have anything left? I mean, why are the Broncos favored in any game? Anything. I mean, they're there. I get the defense is outstanding. It's almost like it's really weird. Like, I thought about this. I'm like, how can the Broncos have a have as good a defense as the Patriots? And be as as and not win these games. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And the answer is Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, the answer is Nathaniel Hackett. 
it's virtually the same exact situation. Nathaniel Hackett is just so incredibly bad as an as a as an offensive coordinator, and they're so out of sync. I'm hearing the did you hear the the stories about Russell Wilson calling audibles from Seattle that he was calling those, and and they have no idea what he's doing. They have no idea what he's calling. I mean, this is bad, Matt. This is I, I I'm sorry to pile on here, but this is not good. They shouldn't be favored against anybody. The Carolina defense, listen, they're still fighting tooth and nail, aren't they? They held the Ravens to 3.8 yards per carry. They covered that big number of 12 and a half that I gave out as a lean last week. Denver offense, 30th yards attempt, 28th in passer rate, 28th in sacks allowed, 30th in pressure allowed, 28th in defensive yards per carry. Maybe the only thing Carolina can do in this game. For the love of God, just don't turn the ball over and you win. I mean, that's it. 50 to 50 on the tickets, 82% of the money on Carolina. Last I checked, sharp play. Got to take the home dog. Give me those cat dogs. I freaking hate it, but Carolina. I can't disagree with any of the statements regarding the Broncos. I mean, it's so bad. I'm so done. Uh, it's just uh, I'm rooting for my fantasy team the rest of the way. I don't have an NFL team. I've got I've got futures tickets, and I've got a fantasy team that I'm rooting for uh, for the rest of the way this season because it is just hot hot garbage. I can't fault you there. I. Again, the, the quarterback carousel in Carolina. Oh. Who knows between Baker, Baker, PJ, and, and, and Sammy D, who's going to start. But, ah, oh, man, God bless you for taking that. <laughs> I, the Broncos' defense does scare me. They are the best unit on the field. But Carolina is not too far off. I think their defense is still pretty – it's going to be an underplay. <laughs> if anything, we got weather in that game. It's going to be – it's going to be disgusting. It's going to be horrible. Number three. This is I mean, this is old reliable as far as we've been just doing this the past few weeks here. Well, actually, I should say we've been kind of on both these teams the past few weeks here. Okay. But we always would like to take the dog, and we would always like to take the points in this one. We are going to have to wait till Monday night, but oh, we will take the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> plus two and a half going against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I know that the Colts offensive line the past couple weeks has been very good, has been resurged by uh, uh, Jeff Saturdays or for the boys, uh, Jeff Sundays, whatever you will. But this defensive unit, this defensive unit with TJ Watt is just too good for the Steelers. And like you said, they played one of their best offensive games last week. I think they are getting things going. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens is the connection that is really starting to come through here. Uh, and again, we love Indianapolis when they are six point dogs to the Raiders and when they are <laughs> touchdown dogs to the Eagles at home, uh, you know, who are banged up at the moment and they almost win that game, but we don't love them as two and a half point favorites against a hungry team against the man who is the best head coach for the dogs in the NFL history, we give them to him every week. I'm not going to give them to you again. Just listen to last week's episode. If you need all the Tomlin spots, they are out there. Tomlin is a dog, dominates. Give me Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half. The the the, the ride's got to cool down a little bit here. The merry-go-round of the Colts has got to cool down a little bit here on Monday night. Uh, the fact that you have to wait till Monday night. I mean, this might be – is this the worst slate of games it of the year? It. It, it feels it. It feels okay. it. Listen to thanks. Well, Thanksgiving, it's got some good games. Thanksgiving has I, some I kinda, decent games. I, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Listen to that episode if you have, you know, probably not that past Thanksgiving, but 
it does just with the limited car losing all those games to Thursday, it is tough. Yeah. And there's just this is a bad Monday night game. This is a bad Monday night game. And the Colts, you have no idea to, what to do with. I mean, they lose to the Eagles. They're playing really good. Steelers, great offensive performance, but just can't seem to win any games. I think I, I, this is this is the right thing. I think this is the right thing. Tomlin is a dog, all that stuff. Uh, the Colts are just so weird. I mean, they're just so, so, so weird. So right. I don't know what to do with that game. That game stinks. Yeah, no, fair. Don't disagree with you there. Again, <laughs> we're working with what we got in front of us. Yep, yes, we do. Now, these two I do like. I do like the teams. By the way, every time we've made a pick so far, Lou has just rolled his eyes in the back of his head, thrown himself back on his couch. Like, he hasn't liked any of the It's not – again, it's just not pretty. we are got to see what the bet the narrative's going to be. He's still looking at the crystal ball. They stink, Danny. They stink. They, they, they stink. stink. What do you want? Big, All right. big garbage. Big garbage. Well, there was once a movie made about this team, about stinky garbage. Everybody remember that that movie? It's called, uh, I believe it's called, what is it? The Garbage Picking, Field Goal Kicking, Philadelphia Phenomena. Tony Danza. Great classic 90s movie. Uh, Green Bay goes to Philly on Sunday night. And if we want to have a Monday night game on our card, Let's go all the way on Sunday night because we've loved Sunday night. And I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles as a favorite, minus seven against the Packers. Grabbed it at six and a half right on Sunday night last week as as the games ended, as the Chargers covered. Said, what's the lines looking like? Philly six and a half. Said, that's going to seven. And so it has. Hopefully you can find it at six and a half somewhere. I'm sure there's places that still have it. I'm going to back on track game for Philadelphia. That's what I'm doing here because yeah, the last two weeks have not been good. There's no question, but even though green Bay is finding some bright spots offensively and defensively, the test of this Philadelphia scheme is just going to be too much. I really believe that the, the, the long break for the long break for the Packers I don't think that's a good thing for them. I think they need more consistency with a young team to play on a regular schedule, and I think this is going to be a hard one. Philadelphia, second in the league in yards per attempt, eighth in yards per play, fourth in third down offense. And by the way, not just – I mean, the Eagles' offensive firepower, I mean, it's been the turnovers for the Eagles. Eagles just got to take care of the football. Otherwise, they're blowing the last two teams out. I mean, they really are. Tannehill ripped – up the Packers. And really not much to do with Henry. Henry had some to do with it. He got a little throwing touchdown. Uh we won't bring that up for, for Lou's purposes. Yeah. But, thanks. Yeah. Um, but Tannehill absolutely ripped them apart last week on offense. And like I said, the turnover bug has been the problem, but Philly is still plus 12 turnover differential. That's number one in the league. Green Bay's bottom four. They're still minus four turnover differential. If they don't win this, this is like up and down with these two teams in the turnover battle. Philly takes care of the football. They will win. And with all the records and changes and new things that have happened, Green Bay has been being the, 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 the lack of winning. And, and, and all these things that you're seeing for the first time, Aaron Rodgers is these double-digit dogs, and they're losing five in a row, and for the first time this and for the first time that. Well, he's never lost in Philadelphia. He's 3-0 and in Philly. He's never lost. In fact, the last time the Eagles won at home against the Packers, 2006 was the last time they won at home against Green Bay. 
I think it ends this year. I really do. And I think that's some motivation there to think about that. And plenty of motivation to stay hot in the division, knowing the Giants and Cowboys are playing. One of those team teams is going to get a win. Eagles back on track against a team that really they've played really well against in the past. Even though it's been in Green Bay, they've played well against the, the Packers in the past with worse teams. I like Philadelphia here, minus the seven. Give it to me all day. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah, I'm worried now that we might again. I know Lou said like, are, are Green Bay really just jokesters in that one Cowboys game? Like, are they they're really that bad? And the Eagles are due for a bounce back here, but seven and a bounce back is a tough spot. I'd like to get them at a little bit more of a value, like if they were kind of sitting at a four and a half, five in this game. But again, I Green Bay, what are they going to give to us? So, I I do like the side. I just think a little too rich for me to lay the seven there with Philadelphia, as much as uh, we love them to to kind of go in the NFC. All right. Number two, Maddie. What what's what more stink can we give? On to number two. This this line I have to look at because it has been bouncing around literally as we record. It is it is kind of all over the place here. There is again, I just took I just took Mike Tomlin as a dog. I talked about another man in reference to a game they played against the Packers, and you just referenced Martin Tannehill that we normally do like to back Vrabel as a dog as well. The Tennessee Titans, they are dogs at home, but this short line of uh, one and a half, two, two and a half. It's kind of somewhere in there. I'm not going to buy Vrabel as a dog below a field goal here. And this Cincinnati team, they are just kind of in the same spot they were last year. It feels like they're just, their defense is really playing well over this past couple, couple of months. Their second half defense is, is phenomenal. The, the changes they make. And I also think that, again, this Tennessee offense, I know Tannehill got it going a little bit with Traylon Burks coming back last week, but they've got nobody in this passing game outside of outside of a rookie wide receiver that was, you know, they were iffy about in camp against this guy, you know, early on in the year. The Packers are just maybe that bad, and they let him go off. Uh, I, I'm not too confident that he will keep that up. I, I like Cincinnati's defense here, what they've been doing the past few weeks. I know they're going to be out without Joe Mixon probably. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan stepped in. He did score three touchdowns last week. They just they only score insane multiple touchdown games with Joe Mixon having five. Samaj P. Ryan gets three last week, though nobody started him. Uh, and there's an outside chance. Again, we're on Tuesday now. There's an outside chance Jamar Chase plays. He is practicing this week. It is a hip injury, so I would not be surprised if he waits one more week. But I don't think that matters against Tennessee. I do think that um, I think that Joe Burrow is going to be able to get the job done here, win a tight one, especially in a very low spread here. Uh, what do we want to call this, Danny? I, I I had one and a half, and then as I looked down, I saw I saw two. Uh, you know, it's kind of I've seen a, a couple different spots in a couple different books. Well, uh, I would say let's call it one and a half, and the only reason I'm saying that is because we are mind melting because this is my number all one right. pick. I mean, right. so I will give you the one and a half. I'm all over this. I yeah, love it. You give it yourself the one and a half as well. That's why I'll take it. It'll be great. If you're gonna It'll have it. <laughs> we'll take a everybody shares this is the Thanksgiving season. We're thankful for this one because I agree with you. I think that this is the buck stops here with Tennessee. I mean, they have been finding crazy ways to win football games and with with nobody playing for them. I mean, injuries up and down, they are a freaking just piece of metal. I mean, they're like a piece of iron. They they really, they really emulate what their coach brings to the table, and they are tough. But they're going to run into somebody this week. And, and, and look, they've played Green Bay, who we know is not that good. They've played Denver. They've played Houston. They've played Indy. Played Washington. Indy twice. Washington and Vegas. Those are their wins. Now they're going to put Cincinnati at home 
after covering eight straight. I mean, I think it's time. I think it's time for to get off of Cincinnati here and take the minus one and a half. Quietly, by the way, Cincinnati's covered seven of their last eight. Nobody's talking about them. Little old Cincinnati uh, defending AFC champs and nobody wants to say anything. This is a respect game for Burrow, who, by the way, should absolutely be in the MVP conversation. He's been outstanding, even without Jamar Chase. And their defense has been really good. I think fifth in the league in defensive yards per attempt, fifth in the league in defensive pass rate, third in time of possession, 12th in yards per play. The struggling Tennessee offense, they're 24th in scoring. They're 29th in yards per pa- yards per game and passing yards per game. And like I said, the Titans are scrapping against teams with not great records, with injuries. 70% of the bets are on Tennessee. 76% of the money is on Cincinnati, at least the last time I checked an hour ago. This is all of it. This is this is a sharp play. This might be the one pros Joe's game of the week. I, I, I think this is it. So we're going to be all over Cincinnati. Yeah, I love that. No, money and tickets are the same, uh, pretty much, you know, r- roughly the same as what you just said there. And again, I, I agree. I think the, the, the pros are taking, uh, the Sharps are taking notice of what Cincinnati is doing. They are kind of doing it under the radar, though. That's why I kind of have a note here. It just says it feels like we're not respecting the Bengals enough. But again, I feel like they're in the same spot they were last year and they got hot down the stretch mm-hmm. and they had a couple big wins. And like I said, their defense is playing better than I think people are, are thinking that their defense is playing and, and they're getting healthier. They, they've lost their their top corner for the year. Uh, Woozy is on IR, but They've gotten DJ Reader back. They've gotten a little bit healthier at some of the other positions. So, uh, and if Chase plays, I mean, that's just a huge, huge bump. Uh, you know, third down, third down, reliable guy um, against this Tennessee team. That again, I think has you like you mentioned the the opponents they've played. They've been playing above their level and really getting by on the skin of their teeth in these games. Yeah, no, no doubt. And, and I'm thinking, I was thinking about this today. I'm like, you know, every time I make my 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 rankings list or my ratings list, excuse me. Um, I I always end up with Cincinnati in like the top five and nobody's talking about them. And I'm saying, should we be watching out? Could they do this again? Like, it feels like they could do this again. It feels like their defense is better than it was last year. And to get chased late in the year as a huge pick me up, it could be, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. I'm just curiosity looking now. The Bengals to win the AFC North is plus 430. Wow. That is very interesting. That just popped in my head as you said that we're not talking about it. Obviously, again, Baltimore has been playing well. They, they, the offense not so great last week, but the defense looks, was, is just getting healthy. We we love Baltimore, but it does feel like that is some serious value and some serious change on Cincinnati there. Do you want to know why? Because the Bengals' uh, schedule is disgusting. It, I mean, they, they might have the hardest schedule left. They have Tennessee on the road. They have the Chiefs at home. They have the Browns at home. They have at the Bucks at New England, Bills. Yeah. And, well, and then I think yeah. they finish with Baltimore. That uh, is yeah. tough. That's a brutal schedule. So that's probably why that is. All right. That makes uh, sense then. Number one. Number one. Well, we'll just get right to it. I was right. I'm hoping that you're not catfishing me like you were last week with saying that you only like a certain amount of favorites and dogs. Because I was worried we were going to go head to head on this one. Make this one make sense as much as I don't want to disrespect this team by saying the Bengals are going to win the division because Baltimore Ravens are good. They're laying four points to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I just don't get it. How four points to the Jaguars? How what is the big difference between the Jaguars and the Panthers? Who the Panthers were just 12 point dogs to this team. And again, I know that Lamar didn't have a great offensive performance. Demarcus Robinson, all of a sudden, number one wide receiver 
absolute insane game out of him last week. But four points to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who haven't been good since September. I mean, the Jaguars were fun and frisky the first three to four weeks of the season, but they aren't very good. Nothing about, uh, you know, the coaching and, and any trends telling me they're good. Lamar, this might be a wrong stat. I might have this number wrong here, but this is the number I found online today. Lamar versus teams below 500. It's 23 and three straight up. Not against the spread again, because usually they have some <laughs> big spreads in those games, but he beats bad teams. And the fact that this isn't a big spread, even though he is very good at covering, he just barely doesn't cover last week on large spreads, but he was very good going into that week uh, as being a double digit favor in the regular season. Uh, again, coming off a bye, Doug Peterson one and four against the spread in his career off of a bye. Oh. I don't give them a big advantage over that. And very interestingly enough, John Harbaugh versus teams coming off of a bye. It's 10, four and two. You can't, you know, you don't, you get two weeks to prep for this guy. This guy's the preparation King. One of the preparation Kings of the league, as far as Harbaugh goes, uh, I, again, I don't get it. I think that this defense is way too good against, against a quarterback that, you know, is still young and inexperienced and they pretty much run their entire offense through their running back now in ETN. I think that they could take that away. Uh, give me the Baltimore Ravens minus four here. Cause this line, I just can't make sense of it. Oh, I mean, it, it, the, my issue with it is, and everything you're saying makes sense. It, it feels like, okay, Harbaugh off the bye, always has his team prepared. Lamar going back home to Florida, probably going to have a lot of family members there, um, you know, wanting to wanted to show out. My problem is that this is a first principles bet, usually, to take Jacksonville and, and take the home dog. And – it's just strange things, and especially after this Sunday, it's like, okay, I couldn't handle Carolina. I mean, they couldn't handle Carolina. I mean, they handled them defensively, sure, but you can't put two touchdowns on Carolina. I mean, that that's that's really not that good. And you know, I don't know. I, it 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 just seems fishy to me. It seems like why is that so low? And I can tell you, I mean. Everything you're saying makes sense. But how many times have we looked at a line and said, why is that so low? That makes no sense. And sure enough, it comes to bite us in the, in the tuchus. So I'll let you ride with it. Yeah, I just – the Jags are another team I'm just not going to let myself, like, get fooled into again right now. It's just not at this mm-hmm. not at this moment. They can only beat the Broncos <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> who else? Who, who can't? Pretty much it. So, I mean – uh, yeah, they were a nice story in the beginning. Um, okay, that's the number one pick for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Leans, anything out there? Wait, did you give your number two? Because you I gave, gave number yeah, one. I gave I gave everything. I okay, gave everything. sorry, you went first. my number one. My my number one is uh, the Bengals. Gotcha, the gotcha, Bengals. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure if one of us was going to touch this, but we're so grossed out by this team. The Rams plus fifteen. I just I no, no, no. Yeah, I <laughs> when I, when you were talking the Jets one ended up being ugly. I was like, he's gonna do it because again, it's just it's just too it's many. Ju- points. It is juicy. It's just crazy. It's fifteen points. These guys are NFL. You know, here there's a professionals too. They play to play football. I get it, but holy smokes, fifteen points. I don't feel good about it at all. Um, and the other and one it's the Chiefs, as, and it's the Chiefs, and, and the, it's the Chiefs, Chiefs just never cover that number. They ne- it doesn't matter who they play, they will not cover. It, yeah, it might be a lean. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really the only lean I have. Um, mine goes against principles. I think Brady off the bye, minus three and a half in Cleveland, in a just disgusting game. 
It's going to be gross. The The weather in that game, I'll get to in a second, is going to be horrible. And it's going to be about defense. And I think there's a chance that Tampa could run in this game. They found a run game against Seattle two weeks ago. Yeah. I think there's a chance they could do it in this game because because Cleveland has not been good against it. They don't tackle well. It's going to be a nasty, just cold, windy day. I kind of like Brady to figure out a way to cover three and a half. Uh, Rashad White. Rashad White is going to, I think, really help unlock this run game. We saw it against Seattle. He's been, he's, he's been really good. There's kind of been a lot of talk about him, you know, as far as stepping into that role and especially coming off the bye now, you would expect that he's going to, I would really think taking in the majority of the snaps in the backfield. Cause I think Lenny just does not, Lenny doesn't seem to have the pop and the speed. Mm. There was rumors of him coming in a little hefty coming into camp. So I don't know if he's really worked off all that off season weight. Uh, so Rashad White, I think has really been great for this offensive unit. The offensive line is, you know, stayed, it's not their starters back, but they've been cohesive enough now that they can, you know, kind of piece this together. So uh, I, I do like that one. And I will say this about Lenny. The last two years, the Super Bowl year and last year, he came alive in the second half of the season. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny. And even in the second half of the year when he was benched, he came back in and he provided something for them. So maybe he does that again and he doesn't have to do as much with White in the backfield. Now, I I do like Tampa a lot this week. Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, I still think he's like the passing guy back again. Obvious passing mm-hmm. down sets. I think he's the better pass blocker. So he's, he gets those, and he's pretty good. At, he's been great at catching the ball. So I think that he still takes that role on. But as far as early down carries, I think it's Rashad White. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Under the weather. Lots of yuck this week. Just like last week, it's getting November, December. It's the time to get those unders. But the worst is clearly in Cleveland. Listen to this. I mean, first off, the over under is not that bad. It's only 43. So it, it's a low total, but it's not like, in the 30s or anything like that 49 degrees in cleveland but uh, rain showers in the afternoon winds are at 20 to 30 miles an hour 21 mile per hour sustained winds very similar to how new england was last week 40 mile per hour crosswinds the the lake erie affects the whole thing i mean it's going to be an absolute mess in cleveland two teams i think buffalo i'm sorry buffalo tampa their new MO is going to be to run the football. I, I really think that'll help them win, set up play action, and get it going. And Cleveland, we know, is going to do the same. Also look in New York for the Jets game. Um, that could be an underplay as well. Low total and a very low total in Charlotte. But that Denver, Carolina, first off, I don't know how they score any points anyway, but a lot of high wins down there as well in Charlotte. But the official pick under the weather, Bucks and Browns in Cleveland under 43. Okay. Now, we know some of you may have lost faith. We know. And, and and earlier in the week we gave out that he gave out that Thanksgiving special Pats Giants special Turkey Day special in a money line parlay. But this is where this is where we make our mark. Just when the chips are down, we find a way to pick ourselves back up. Like Batman. You gotta be Batman this week, Matt. I, I'm gonna trust you. Well, uh, we need to be Batman this week, folks. I I I'm struggling here this week. I I think that we need to build it again. Dan, you said it. You got four favorites. I don't like a lot of dogs as much as I like, you know, I got New Orleans being one of my dogs. I have a hard time taking them out. Right. Maybe I do take, throw them in there. I I would maybe start building with Pittsburgh. Do you have any input on a dog? You see, and last week, again, I could 
barely have gotten it right last week. I think only three dogs won outright as far as straight up dogs uh-huh. last week. A lot of them covered, not a lot of them won outright last week. Right. Do you, are you guys, Lou, Dan, you seeing anything? Let's, let's huddle seeing up anything? here. Yeah, let's, let's, huddle let's up get here. in. Let's huddle we up. We need a 60-second timeout. Let's call it in. Lou, I'm, pho- I'm phoning you, Lou. Are you just not going to do it? A Maddie special? Are you not going to do it? You know the two teams I'm firing off right now. Come on. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh being one. Uh-huh. And the Dirty Birds took too many injuries no, last week. I'm looking them. at the injury report. It's not the Dirty Birds. It pains me to say this. It's not the Dirty Birds. It hurts in. my heart. Dub Bears. No, Bears. Lou, no, 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 no. I no, can't. Lou, Lou, not without can't. Justin Fields. I don't know. If, if, if they don't have Fields, I'm doing All right. That's All tough. right. That's I tough. Guess. Dan, do you think we start with Pittsburgh? I know it's gross, but again, high variance game. Colts are not yeah. a very tough opponent to overcome. Pittsburgh's one I think you could definitely go with. I told you Carolina's really the only one I like. And, I, and I, I, the Falcons I were the only one I was looking at because, but their injuries, they take, they, they got two offensive line injuries this past week. Kyle Pitts is out. That offense might be really in the dump after this week. That offense is going to struggle from this I, point out. They I have offensive linemen here. Give it to me. You, you start with Pittsburgh. What about a different bird? Another red bird. I was going to say this. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah. I was. All right. I, Arizona. That's the one. In November, it's horrible, but the Chargers, Chargers, the Chargers are just, this is exactly when you want to, they can't, they just almost beat the Chiefs. They're going to whoop the Cardinals. You might be on that one, Lou. You might see what that can get us. That's going to work for me, I think. So Pittsburgh plus 122, Arizona plus 176 with with Kyler, Kyler McCoy, Murray. I don't know who it's going to be. If Kyler plays, I will just be so entertained watching that defensive guru, Staley, trying to run around, chase that little chicken nugget around. I, I It's going to be so entertaining, and I will laugh when the Cardinals win that game. I really will. It'll be really fun. I love this one. So Pittsburgh, Arizona. Plus 5-12. Plus five twelve. That gets us. That gets us back to it. And again, we hate it, but that's just when you gotta love it. That's when it hits. It'll get us. Oh, it'll get us just under zero. So it's it's Need right it. there. Get us back Need to it. even. Yep. All right. That's that's All gonna right. be it. We're gonna put it in. All it's right. In. Pittsburgh and Arizona. That is the two on the money line this week. Okay. There's a narrative somewhere out there in the ether. Lou has been tasked to find it, as he is every week. He found it last week. Will he find it again? Let's find out. Well, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, my first question for this bet the narrative is, uh, what was that Cincinnati line that you guys just had uh, so happened to find somewhere on the dark web, maybe on Reddit or 4chan? Because I don't see that number anywhere. What, what, what was it? Was it minus one and a half? Minus yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's showing on uh, on uh, not uh, DraftKings. It's uh yeah, it's it's out there. It's on Action Network. It's on Action Network. That's not on FanDuel or DraftKings. So okay, all right, no, that's a. Uh, it's uh, it is on DraftKings. It's on DraftKings at one and a half. Sugar House at one and a half. FanDuel's the only one posting two and a half right now. I love it. Malarkey. <laughs> it's out there. Malarkey. It's Malarkey. out there. 
Okay. Well, I got to call. You got to call the offshores. You got to call. I, I got to certain... start a new account. I got to take I a picture. Of Costa Rica. I'll update your. Yeah. Ass. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Listen, that's not the narrative. I just I was curious where you guys found that number because that is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you find that number, hammer that because that is the better narrative. But, but, I said it to you last week. I couldn't take him because he was on by the old man. <laughs> The old geezer, he's going through it. He's having a tough one. The FTX fell apart. He's probably getting sued <laughs> right about now. His money's gone. So we got to put money on the old man. Tampa Bay minus three and a half. Fire away. The Browns actually, uh, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but they stink on defense. Uh, if <laughs> the Bucs can stop Amari Cooper and, you know, and Nick Chubb is fantastic. He is. He's really, really good. But Tom Brady's got a full receiving core, healthy. His third option is Julio Jones. <laughs> okay. Three and a half. Dan, you make me nervous with the weather report. You really do. But guess what? I don't care. Go ahead. Lou, I was just going to say, who was happier than Amari Cooper that that game got moved to Detroit? Who was happier? Yeah. That guy hates playing in the cold. Hates it. Right. I love it. I yeah. love Tampa. Uh, it's not an official pick. I'm sorry. But I do like the old passing out orange slices, Jeff Saturdays, on Monday night. Wow. Okay. It's not an official pick. We're not going to do that. Because uh, since I started taking uh, single games roughly two and a half weeks ago, I think I'm even record now. I think I've finally caught up. I think you're seven, eight, and one. But you would have hit if you had done the unofficial pick with the Patriots last week as well. So I don't think I ever got to eight though. I think I'm seven, seven, and one. Let me let me just. Let I'm me not just positive. Check it real I'm quick. not sure. And if I, seven, you know, I have seven, eight, and one is what I. Have. It's because those gosh darn cowboys. Yes, they, they get you every time. Yeah, those would be yeah. the ones. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, okay. old man Brady, full roster coming at you. Cleveland stinks defensively. He's he's going through the ringer right now. He needs a win more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, divorce, everything's going on, losing the kids. Giselle's with some black belt. You know, it could have been happening before they even got separated. God only knows. Oh, hey. Hey, listen, man. You, you asked me to scour the internet. I'm giving you the internet. I don't know what you want from me. All right. That's on page six. That's on page six. And you're telling me you can't find Cincinnati minus one and a half. We were reading this news. All right. <laughs> no, I can't. That's my point. I can't find it. I don't understand. Uh, the other one, uh, not an official. Uh, I know everyone at this point has probably seen it by now. Somebody uh, flipped a coin for the Jets' season record. Every oh my week. gosh, that it's guy's incorrect. Every week up to this point, and it happened. They came out with that list before the season started, and they have the Jets losing to the Bears this week. All right, and obviously, this is why I want to end the parlay. <laughs> okay, I, hey, you listen. I I wouldn't hate that. All right, I might put all three together, put the Bears Boy. on top of that too. All I'm saying is, some weirdo out there flipped the coin a million times, and they got the Jets record correct up to this point. All right. You also know what that coin says? They make it to the AFC Championship game. We can hope. 
We can play. <laughs> so, I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yet and, to be proven wrong. It has yet to be proven wrong. It's yeah, undefeated. You, yeah. Yeah. The coin is always right. Yeah. No, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. That's why it's not an official pick. It's not an official pick. It's like but the magic conch. That's unbelievable. If there was a money line, bet the narrative. I mean, that list is crazy. Week it 11, is. we're still right. Week 11, we're still correct. That's incredible. That's crazy. There's no way we get to the AFC Championship game. But it's almost like he had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> almost. Almost like he could have made multiple lists. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, the old man, full roster, going against the Browns. They stink defensively. Tom, help me out. Let's go. Official pick. Official pick. Tampa Bay, they're back. I think they're back. They're back. That's what I hit. Just when you think. I mean, Lou, I hate, you know, you're usually right on this, but they say he's dead. He comes back to life. You can't kill him. He never dies. He's the undertaker. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, Matt, let's run through it. What are the picks for the week? Uh, Number five pick of the week, we have Miami Dolphins laying 13 at home against the Houston Texans. Uh, The New Orleans Saints catching nine and a half going on the road to San Francisco. Pittsburgh on Monday night getting two and a half points against Jeff Saturdays and the orange slices are for the boys. Uh, (laughs) Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Uh, Cincinnati minus one and a half against Tennessee and Baltimore minus four against Jacksonville. The money line parlay is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals for a plus five twelve return. Beautiful. Uh, I am running with Seattle. That is my fifth pick. Seattle minus three and a half at home against the Raiders in a off the bye old man's rest uh, win for Pete Carroll. I will get ugly. I will take the grossest game on the board. I will take Jets minus four and a half against Chicago at home. That really actually frustrates me that I'm doing that. Uh, Carolina plus two and a half at home against Denver. That one actually might be worse than the previous one. Uh, the ones I do really like Philly minus seven against Green Bay on a back on the track game. And then we are mind melding this week. Cincinnati minus one and a half at Tennessee to end the Vrabel run for the Titans. The under the weather is Tampa at Cleveland under 43, which also happens to play into the bet the narrative, which is Tampa minus three and a half. So get your popcorn ready, folks. Get off the bed, make those turkey sandwiches, leftover sandwiches, and let's have some football. Dan, you have another game this week. That's a big one. Oh, yes, we do. What are your your predictions? Can it be two years in a row that the Michigan Wolverines top the Ohio State Buckeyes? I just want to say something here. The fact that it has been said since preseason – that it was Ohio State versus Georgia the entire year. If that's what it's going to be, national championship, put it down, market, put it to bed. And that that narrative is still cooked in to this playoff is disgusting because they have not played a good game. All They've played one good game all year, Ohio State. Every single game they play, a team has been in it. And Michigan had a tough week last week against Illinois. We know always bet uh, against those teams the week before they play each other. Michigan's won this game. Don't be surprised. Nine and a half points. That is disgusting disrespect. It's in Ohio. I don't care. We are the better team. I do think that the Wolverines can play tough. Again, same thing as last year. Tough 
physical football and put the pressure on Ohio State and, and really make them play physical, which I don't know if they've really had to do too much this year. Have we seen Ohio State play one solid game all year outside of Indiana? I thought they, I were, gonna lose, I thought they were going to lose last week. I, I had two, a little two of the better tag of Iowa. And yeah. They had him right in the ropes. He's hey, he's a righty. He's he's real nasty. He's a righty. Something about it looks just great. He's just a righty. Looks unbelievable. Sign him. Put him on the Dolphins. It'd be great. Be unbelievable. They'd be undefeated. Oh, Tua and Talia. 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 I hope I keep Tal- draft him. Talia draft and Tamara. Lou, draft that guy. I want to see it. Get the Jets on that guy. That's what I want. You get the tag oh. of Ilo's versus Tua twice a year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No, we're going to take somebody from Southern Connecticut State University. Has <laughs> <laughs> Liberty got another quarterback coming out this year? Uh, no. <laughs> Liberty's got to keep as many people around as possible this year, after, after this year. So, anyway, uh, I love Michigan this week. Okay, let's wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving. Happy December. Next week we will see you in December football. It's where the rubber meets the road, where the tough teams come out, where some really untough teams fall off. I can't wait. It's so exciting. The year goes by as fast as humanly possible. It's crazy. So for Lemon Pepper, Lou Paracone, our esteemed producer, and for Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silberth, I'm Dan Zampano. Check out the picks on Twitter at the Sunday Card. Matty, I know it's a dead season, but we still got to ride. Let's ride with the fantasy team. <laughs> there you go. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Sunday Car. The Sunday Card Podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zampano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth, and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to the Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season at The Sunday Card. And remember, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.